Hey guys, it's me, the host of this podcast, Brayla, and I am back from taking a little hiatus. Um, so yeah, this episode is going to be about productivity and finding yourself in the new year. I know it's a bit late. I'm three weeks late about the whole new year thing, but something is better than nothing. So let's get this started. So before I, want to get, before I get started, I just want to say happy new year to everyone and happy MLK day because I'm, I'm filming this on... Could I even use filming? No, I'm recording this on January 18th, which is also known as MLK Day on a Monday, so no school. Yay! Um, but yeah, I just wanted to put that out there just in case I never told it to anyone yet. Happy New Year. Hope your New Year is going great so far. But let's talk about you. Let's talk about what you're doing to better yourself in this new year and how are you going to get there, you know? We can... We can say we're going to do something a thousand times over. They never do it. Like I say, okay, Brayla, you're going to wake up at 5 o'clock this morning. Hit the snooze button. Why am I up at 5.45? I just missed 45 minutes. I could have been in the shower having a dance party. I could have been on my seventh world tour in the shower. But no, I was sleeping. We can say stuff to ourselves, and it sounds like we're actually going to do it. But you don't. You talk yourself out of it. You're like, oh, do I really... Need to take a 45-minute shower? I can just take a 15-minute shower, right? No. You need that 45-minute shower. You need to clear your head before you go to school and do it with all those kids. You need to. It's a necessity. And speaking on necessities, what's not a necessity is being on your phone, being on TikTok four hours of a day. Like, some people screen time. I'm just flabbergasted. I'm totally flabbergasted. Like, how do you stay on a blue light that long? Like, do your eyes not hurt? But that is totally beside the point. Let me get into the real thing, which is changing yourself in this new year and productivity. So, yeah. So, y'all know me. I always got to come with some type of definition because I never want to be wrong. I don't like being wrong. I don't know if you know that. But what Google says productivity is, it says productivity... I'm just going to read the whole thing they say so you can get a bigger picture of it. It says, productivity is a measure of efficiency of a person completing a task. We often assume that productivity means getting more things done each day, which is wrong. Productivity is getting important things done consistently. You heard the word consistent? That's what we all need to be. We all need to be consistent. Whether it's in life, relationships, um, I'm talking romantic or family friendships or whatever like we need to be consistent and that is a big problem we teenagers got today is not being consistent and you know it so don't even act like you you're consistent because what are you consistent in you sure ain't doing your homework every day you sure not going to bed at the same time every night so you already messed that up are you making your bed in the morning i don't think so i know i do but i know some of y'all ain't but that's what productivity is productivity is getting important things done the important things done consistently so I can definitely say I'm not a productive person I don't do anything consistent I get things done I get the important things done like laundry and cleaning and stuff but is that a consistent thing like is that every Monday Tuesday and Wednesday and am I sweeping the house every Friday and Saturday no I'm just put that right there no I'm not because I'm not consistent I was watching this woman's video and she said that it was a book she read and it said that it takes 21 times to do something for it to become a habit whether it's a bad or good habit i think habits play a big role into 
being consistent because you know everyone has a habit and that habit keeps popping up right like a habit of cutting someone off it, it keeps happening like it's consistent but productivity is a relative thing i i feel what someone else does that's productive to them is not something that you should do that should be productive to you everyone is different for a reason and just because this person is waking up at six o'clock or four o'clock in the morning doesn't mean you have to just because this person wants to eat and drink egg smoothies doesn't mean you have to to be productive that's just what they do and that's what works for them best and that's what i feel a lot of teenagers have which is a bad thing is Comparing yourself to someone else and then being discouraged. I know I have it. When I see someone else succeed on that high, high level, I just get discouraged. Because I'm like, how am I ever going to be as good as them? God didn't make me to be like someone else. He made me to be me. You know, I'm not supposed to be able to pop, block it, and drop it like this person is because I'm not this person. I'm supposed to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be able to play saxophone or read this book in under two days. We're all like individuals, so we can't crowd ourselves with the image of being someone else. That is a problem we have today, and I'm like sick and tired of seeing people compare themselves to other people online. It's terrible, because I was like, why? Why even look at it? Why even put yourself in that pain? You're not that person. You aren't going to do what that person do. Your productive schedule is not their productive schedule. People have to get that out of their heads. Like, no. Um, being true to yourself, now I know it sounds cliche, cringy, and just all of that stuff, but being true to yourself, that's not like saying, I don't know, that's really just saying like, you need to know what you want and what you don't want. Like, I'll use peer pressure for example, if you know you shouldn't be skipping class, you know it's the wrong thing to do. But your friend is like, girl, come on, we ain't gonna get in trouble. You know what you're supposed to be doing. So stick to that. Don't let someone else change your train of thought or your, your path or the course that you're supposed to be taking because you're intimidated by them or they've been doing this for a long time. Hmm. Trump been in the office for how many years and now he's getting out? He's been in the office for a long time. That doesn't mean everything he was doing was right. But let me not put my political views in here because I know people have a lot to say about that. Um, just be true to yourself. Know what's right for you and what's not. Don't fall into somebody else's trap. And then another thing is recognizing change, like all around you. Recognizing change within yourself is the first thing, and then recognizing change within all the people around you. Because when you recognize it in yourself, you're gonna see that everyone else around you is changing. Because the things you used to do before used to coincide with what this person was doing, but now since you change, it don't look like they changed. Change is a good thing. It can be good or bad. The goal here is to make a good change. It's to do things differently than what you did back in 2020. Because if you didn't take anything away from 2020, I'm sorry, but you were just sleeping under a rock. Patrick Starr, who? Who? What? Huh? Like, just recognizing change. Like, being able to see that you changed because you did. Whether it was a small or a big change. I know a lot of people, when we were stuck in quarantine, we were just doing any everything to our hair, our clothes, and our shoes. I know people who went in with bobs and came out with mullets. 
went in with brown hair and came out with pink you know change is not all bad but at the same time it can be bad some people have toughed up and some people have just got really shy to the point where social environments are making them really nervous <laughs> Myrtle Smith um but yeah and then distancing yourself from toxic energy is another thing people have became toxic in quarantine we just gonna put that out there don't act like you don't know it don't act like you don't see it people have became toxic because all the talking over the screens and stuff you can say what you want over the screen but when it's up close and personal it's a different thing so relationships have became toxic i'm just talking about any relative relationship a friendship uh family members whatever they some may have become toxic and the only way to change that is to realize what changed recognizing change going back to that recognizing change thing how did we get here what happened how did he change how did i change how did she change what did we do wrong what did we do right like i know i ain't a relationship expert or no family member counselor but i know a couple things i'm only 14 but i know some things and then um changing habits going back to what i said before that 21 day thing it takes 21 days or 21 times for you to do something for it to become a habit challenge yourself okay i'm going to read my bible every monday tuesday and wednesday that's three times out of 21 that you already did it now if you consistently do that and you get to 21 and you figure out like why would i stop doing it now continue you created a new habit that's definitely one thing I'm trying to do is read my Bible more. Because at this rate, this is the rate that I'm heading. God ain't too happy with me. I can tell you that now. But um, it can be any little thing. Anything. Whether it's, let me not talk back to the teacher. Okay? You did that one time. And next time she provoke you or he provoke you, don't say nothing. And you keep doing that, it becomes a good habit that you have made. So before... You was getting phone calls. Your mom was getting phone calls from the teacher. She's talking back. She's not doing her work. Now the teacher didn't do the whole 360. Oh, my gosh. She's the best student in the class. Per, per, poo. Right. Like, you get what I'm saying? So it's all about change, realizing it, and being willing to change, honestly, because a lot of people aren't willing to change. A lot of people like staying in that uncomfortable state the crying and the depression and and sometimes it's really hard to get out of it but some people like to stay in it because they're comfortable they're comfortable with no change and that's a terrible place to be in so encourage your people to make a change encourage yourself to make a change i ain't saying it gotta be a big thing it can start with inside you and then move on and prosper to something bigger I don't know if you heard me, but I had my little pastor moment, my little Dr. Phil moment, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so what I just last finished talking about was change and how some people are comfortable not changing and how you need to recognize the good and the bad change. But now let's move on to the whole discouraging thing. Like, I, I, I skimmed over it. I didn't really get into it. I don't think I did, but the whole discouraging thing, and this is a parent kid podcast, so let's go ahead and add the parents in it. <laughs> let's add the parents part into this. So let me break it down for you. Let me give you a scenario. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Gotta make a little beat. I'm not gonna rap because I'm not a good rapper. But let's say, I know this is a big problem. I heard, I see and hear this a lot on TikTok and even like close to me. So, let's say your your doctor says you're clinically obese and, um, you know, you know, you're like, all right, I don't want to be like this no more. I want to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. So, you go to your parents and you're like, mama, I'm going to start going to the gym. Mama or dad or whoever it is, your grandma, your, your papa, I don't know. You're like, I want to go to the gym. I want to start working out. And they just laugh at you. Like, what kind of, what? You just, what? Your own, your own kid? You don't left your kid like that? So they start laughing at you. And they say, you can't do this. You, you're going to be this way your whole life or whatever, whatever. So the people that you thought you can confide in the most just told you you can't do something. How do you think that's going to end the people who you thought was supposed to be by your side every second of every day just told you you can't do something. The people who are supposed to tell you you can do anything just told you you can't do something. So how does that make you feel? So now you're spinning down this rabbit hole of telling yourself, I can't do this and I will never be this and he would never like me because of this and she would never like me because of this and this person just thinks I'm this and all this stuff you're telling yourself, all these negative thoughts because one person, whether it was your parent, or your friend told you you can't do something. And now you're not going to do it. So you're still clinically obese. Mind y'all, this is just something I'm making up as I go. You're still clinically obese. And you see someone else. I'm going to use Instagram, for example. And you see somebody else on Instagram clinically obese. And they say, I'm going to do this. They say, I'm going to lose weight. Not for nobody, but for myself. Because I want to make it past 20. So you see this person. And you get just a spark of encouragement. You're like, okay, she can do it. The world has knocked her down. Why can't I do it? And then you think back to, oh, because my people said I couldn't do it. So that's that whole discouraged thing. Just because somebody can't tell you you can't do something don't mean you can't. And just because your parent says you can't do something doesn't mean you can't. I'm not talking about, like, you can't go to the mall. No, if them people say you don't go to the mall, don't go to the dang mall. I'm saying if your people say you can't run a mile a day, prove them wrong. Say, I can, and I can do more. I'm going to show you. It's going to take some time to get up there, but I'm going to show you that I can run a mile a day. I'm going to show you that I can lose weight. I'm going to show you that I can make straight A's, whatever it is, because, I don't know, something is wrong in parents' head. A parent, if you listen to this, I'm sorry, but some be not clicking in y'all head. Sometimes y'all just say anything and y'all don't realize how you can hurt your child's feelings. Yeah, and some parents is about facts, not feelings. Okay, whatever. But you can really break somebody's confidence like that when telling you they can't do something. You're discouraging your child. And they ain't discouraged from somebody else's success. They're discouraged from you telling them they can't do something. And you may have said it in the spur of the moment and didn't think about it, but that's going to stick with them for the rest of their life. And I've seen people, not like up close and personally, but I've seen people in this position where their parent tells them they can't do something. And then they put in this situation or... 
don't know. It's just bad. But parents, you gotta stop doing that to your kids. Even if you don't think they can do it, don't tell them that. You're supposed to be on their right shoulder every day saying you can do this. Don't let anybody tell you differently. And I get it. You know, seeing your ch child fail is not a good thing. And sometimes you gotta just be like, you ain't gonna do it because you, you're sick of seeing them fail and it's hurting you too. But you should never say that they can't do something. Because if they can't do this one thing, they ain't going to do the next thing. If they can do the next thing, they ain't going to do that. And they eventually, before you know it, they're living on the side of the street drinking Hennessy because you told them they couldn't lose weight. Just like that. You see how that chain of events work? You hear what I'm saying? You hear that? Just keep on spiraling like a little snowball. The butterfly effect. You can't discourage your child. You should always be encouraging your child to do something. And if you know that you can't be that moral support for your child or just that that cheerleader, you have to instill it in them to let them know that they don't need anybody to tell them what they can and cannot do. You got to be that person saying, don't let nobody tell you you can and cannot do something. What was that movie? The Pursuit of Happiness. Will Smith and his son, Jaden. He had this basketball, and there was, there was on the top of something, and he was trying to sell these things. I don't know if you ever watched the movie, but that was, like, my first time watching, I think, in my Quest for Success class. And he, he told his son something while he was playing basketball, and you can see his face just kind of, like, melt. He was discouraged. And then his dad was like, don't let anyone tell you you can't do something. Not even me. Not even your pa. Don't let nobody tell you can't do something. And that, like, that really hit home for me, you know? Because a lot of kids just let their parents tell them they can't do something. And it's like, who are you to tell me I can't make it to the NFL? Just because you don't see the work I'm putting in don't mean I ain't putting in that work. You know what I'm saying? Can I get an amen? Huh? Go ahead, go ahead, because parents love to say, if you weren't on that phone, you would, no, no. Just because you don't see the work I'm putting in don't mean I'm not doing it. I feel like a little preacher. Oh, my goodness. I should go be a preacher in a church, in a church, Lord. The parents just have to stop discouraging their kids, and sometimes they don't even realize they're doing it. They don't even realize they're discouraging their kids. It's terrible. It's honestly, honestly terrible. And if I ever had someone come to me and tell me, guess what my mom said or guess what my dad said. I actually do have a friend who parents told her she couldn't do something. And I straight up said, what parents? No, I said some parents you have because why would you tell your kid that they can't do this? Like what is not clicking in your head? To tell your child that it is it's really sad because that voice is gonna be in the back of their mind every time they want to try something every single time they want to try something and it's gonna hold the back and i've seen it firsthand from this friend whose parents told her she couldn't do something but um yeah don't let no one discourage you from their success from them telling you you can't do something Whatever it is, don't let no one discourage you because at the end of the day, you came in this world alone, you're going to leave this world alone, 
and no one else is going to be there helping you. When it's time for you to practice for the NFL, it's about your skills. It's not about nobody else's. When it's time for you to go up there on Broadway, it's about your voice, not no one else's. You know? So just keep going. Don't let nobody tell you what you can and cannot do. But yeah, that was a little topic of discouragement in the doing what you need to do to change yourself in this new year. You know what I'm saying? Period. So enough about the changing yourself and all that stuff and uh, the productivity and all that. But let's get into some random talk. I'm going to try to have at least one random talk in here. But the topic of the day is why don't we? <laughs> Let me compose myself. Why don't we came out with a new album? The good times and the bad ones. January 15th. It's currently January 18th. Then listen to all the songs on the album, and all I got to say is, wow. Wow, is then what I have to say. But I'm still a bit disappointed because there was no feature on the album. They said they talked to Sean Mendes, but what was he on the album, you know? But yeah, that album is fire. I'm not ashamed to say that uh, I'm rocking with White Only. Like, <laughs> y'all knew them as the... Uh, the the little white boys singing about cheesy love song. Oh no, baby, baby, not Tinty more, not Tinty more. But um, I don't, I don't, I didn't count how many songs they had on the album. But yeah, they're really good. Like this is the first album they produced by themselves and sung like all the lyrics by themselves and wrote all the lyrics by themselves. And all I gotta say is wow, like literally wow. There's one song on this album that I don't condone. It's called Look At Me. The beat go hard. It go hard. But the lyrics, it was unneeded. We didn't we didn't need to know that. We didn't need we didn't need to hear it. These little girls need to hear that. But um bro, the album go hard. And just I'm just waiting till it go platinum, you know. Just I'm just waiting till it goes platinum. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's all I got to say about why don't we? The album came out January 15th. Uh, you can go listen to it if you want to. I shouldn't be promoting them because, like, what? But it's called The Good Times and the Bad Ones, and it's a really good album. And oh, my favorite song there are For You, <laughs> Lotus In, uh, Fallen, which I've been to, I love Fallen since it came out, and it only came out in September. And um, Slow Down is good, but it's not the best one on the album. But yeah, For You, I'll Be Okay, and Lotus In is like my favorite ones on that album. But enough talking about why don't we end. Let me stop promoting them because what benefit am I getting from promoting them? I don't know. I'm making some benefits. But yeah, all I gotta say is the album is fire. But thank y'all for listening to this episode's podcast about productivity and changing yourself for the new year. And I will see you guys back here next Monday. Bye.